Girls Gone Wad. This is Joy. And this is Claire. This is episode 287. This episode is sponsored by Ned. Have you guys tried Ned yet? You haven't? Well, you still have time because you can support the podcast and go to helloned.com. The discount code is GGW. Hopefully you're getting all your questions answered. I feel like people are getting on the bandwagon of the CBD trend and I'm real happy about it. It's a good trend. Mm -hmm. I feel good. People kind of were wary at first. They're like, I don't know, is this pot? And now that it's like, no, it's not pot. They're like, okay, great. Yeah, great. Yeah, it's like the new... You're going to be okay. You're actually going to feel great. Yes, for sure. The new turmeric. But like with actual benefits. Benefits? Other than... That you can see and feel. Turmeric facials turn your face yellow. Oh my gosh. Nope, not that. And the guys at Ned are awesome. And again, they're super helpful. If you have any questions, you can contact them directly. Um, They're... Instagram handle is at meetned. And so if you want to contact them directly there, they can answer all of your questions. Yes. And they're just super, super nice people. So again, helloned.com. The discount code is GGW. Thank you for supporting the podcast. And if you're like, I really wish I could support Girls in a Lab, but like I just am still freaked out about CBD. Their chapstick is amazing. Yes, please buy the chapstick if you're it's still so, kind of like on the fence just about so the CBD. I wish you guys mm-hmm. could see the yes. facial Claire's like I'm making. massaging like, her face almost. Lip massage. It's like a lip massage. <laughs> it almost looks like you're doing like, yes. what is that? <laughs> like puppet hands. Yes, I'm puppet handing my lips because they're so, they're so moisturized. And your lips like this. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I was going for. I'm so glad you picked up on it. So I, I really hope everyone got that reference. I'm so proud of myself <laughs> for that. <laughs> and you book your lips you like this. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> that was like my favorite scene from Little Mermaid. Oh, What's my God. What's to laugh about that scene? Oh, God. It like made me laugh so hard, especially when he, when he does it and like spit flies out of his mouth. Yes. So great. Okay. <laughs> go, to me, go to Ned. Buy some stuff. It's going to be great. Buy some stuff. Support the podcast. Hello, Ned.com. G-W. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. It's your birthday tomorrow. Well, by the time people listen to this, it will have already been my birthday. It will have been your birthday. We're recording this on Sunday night. I'm. Are you feeling real festive? I'm not really. <laughs> I don't know. I don't really get that festive. I know you don't get festive on your birthday, but well, and also like I went out to brunch with you guys last weekend. Yes, Brandon and I did something this weekend, so it kind of feels like the birthday celebrations already happened. We are going to sure. my mom's house tomorrow night, just like for dinner. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's not like I'm going out tomorrow night or anything. So Woo-hoo, party well, be a pretty normal day. Yeah. Um, Brandon has the day off tomorrow at least. So I'll at least like make him drop miles off at school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That'll be my birthday present. Bring you breakfast. Yes. <gasps> you got an espresso. Oh. oh my gosh. I got an espresso. <laughs> that oh. was sort of like my family gift to from Santa to our family for Christmas from Great. Black Friday. God, I love justifying stuff like that. I know. So great. Like Black well, Friday, I, w- I was just shopping around and I was like, oh, I need this. No, I need to buy things for other people. But like the deals are so good that you're like, so I want you, like, you can't afford to not shop on You Black really Friday. can't. Especially yeah. if you have things in mind. That, like I told like you're, I feel like what you did was correct where you're like, nope, I don't need this. Yes. But if you had things in mind that you've been waiting yes. to go on sale, like this, this past summer for Prime Day, I had been waiting and waiting to buy a Roomba. Yeah. And on Prime Day, I got it for like 90 bucks. Yeah. It's usually like $400. That's... And... I was like, I can't Bananas. not buy this. Yeah. And then the Nespresso, Julie was like raving about it yeah, when we were in Tahoe. Yeah, when we were in when, Tahoe, Julie was like, and when she did a whole post about it, she like she went a, to the Nespresso store and they like yeah. full on like courted her at the store. Oh, yeah. She's like a Nespresso <laughs> ambassador now. Yeah, she sure and, is. They have pictures of her in the store. Oh, my gosh. Not really, but they should. They, the employees have pictures of her in their wallets. Um, <laughs> like, if this girl comes in, give her whatever she wants. <laughs> wallets. Instead of, like, shopping. I was at Costco the other day, and there's, like, a wine section, like, a separate wine entrance right. on the Costco in Arvada. And they have, like, photos of all the shoplifters. And they're like, these oh, are the shoplifters, like, publicly no, shaming. Like, so this would be the, the opposite, opposite of that, where you're best like, these are the ever. best customer ever. Yeah. Um, Give them all the samples. Yes. Um. Yeah, so she raved about it, and I was like, I'd never, ever, ever make coffee at home because I'm lazy. Mm-hmm. And instead, I go and spend like $1,000 a month on at, lattes. On mm-hmm. lattes. And not literally $1,000. People don't freak out, but it's a lot. <laughs> it's a latte. Um, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I couldn't leave that one out there. It was just right there. I was like, Ooh. Ooh. Um, 
Yeah, so I bought an espresso and a, a Nespresso, by the way, not an espresso. I bought yeah. a Nespresso. 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 Ne- also, not to, ne- be, not to be confused with Nescafe, which is my mom originally thought. She was like, oh, wow, Nescafe. I was like, <laughs> also not the same. That's instant coffee. Nescafe. She's like, why are you excited about yeah, that? Like, You're like, I got you some Columbia. $130 on Nescafe on Folgers Crystals instant coffee. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I think you got a bad deal. So I got, so these things are usually like $300 and on Black Friday, they were 130 and I was like, I got to get one because I'm also mm-hmm. about to have an infant and I'm going to need the, all the coffees. Yes. And Brandon uses an AeroPress and he likes it because it's like very much a ritual. He has like his water and then he puts the grounds yes. in and then he does the whole thing. Oh for, it's too many steps for me between yeah. me and coffee. Yeah. And espresso <laughs> is like, you push one button. Yes. That's that. And the steps are done. Yeah. And it's like the cutest little pod and it's so, so easy. And the pods, uh, so the pod, Julie was like, the pods are recyclable. They are only recyclable if you take, you take them, them to the store. To the like, although there are, they're like sur la table, sur la table, sur la table, sur la table, croissant, will let you, and like William Sonoma, those types of places have like drop off centers. Oh, so you don't have to go do they? Okay. to loan but to like one more thing. The Who's Park really Meadows gonna, Mall. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. not going to do that. Probably not going to do that. But yeah. I'm going to act like I am. Yeah, for sure. Um, just build a Christmas tree out of them. They kind of yeah. look like you could build something. Yeah, you could totally make ornaments into them. Probably. Make them into ornaments. Um, so anyway, that was my big exciting purchase. And I got a really nice J. Crew coat. Yes. Okay. Yeah, we discussed this. Mm-hmm. That was, um, that's a great coat. You didn't talk me into You validated my decision. I validated it because I got it a few years ago and I'm a yeah. fan. It's like the big car coat. What's it called again? Yeah, it's like it's a big like this stadium coat. Stadium coat. This, mm-hmm. And I've been wanting it forever. And I always just forget to look for it when I know there's a sale because it's too expensive yeah. on its own. And mm-hmm. it was still expensive. It's still, it's price. It's a pricey thing, but it is a, it's a good staple as Scott brick, would say. Yeah. It's a brick S house of a yes. coat. <laughs> it is so thick and warm feeling. Yeah. And I put it on and I was like, well, this is a little tight. Should I size up? And I was like, oh yeah, I'm seven months pregnant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe there's that. Things yeah. <laughs> um, so those are my birthday. That's a presents. good staple. If anyone wants a really yes. good long wearing, long lasting, you thank you. Long lasting coat that is like timeless. It's and totally you'll wear timeless. it for years and years and years. And I like the it J. Crew too. stadium coat. I like it too, because you can totally like dress it up or down. Yes. Like you can easily wear it. Like, and that's the hard thing kind of about living in like the Boulder, Denver area. Yeah. There's not a lot of opportunities to really get dressed up. And if you are dressed, no. people are like, are you going to prom? Like, exactly. Yeah. But so you have to find that sweet spot where it's like, what, type of outerwear and so most people just wear puffy jackets because it's yes. fine mm-hmm. and it's like what's that sweet spot where i can feel a little bit dressed up but like if i'm wearing jeans and you know boggs boots with this it'll still look mm-hmm. fine mm-hmm. this jacket is like that it's a good choice yeah um yeah i feel like i've been like just spending money left and right this month though i think i need to cut back on that because yeah black friday happened we like bought a bunch of furniture mm-hmm. there's a baby that's gonna be in my life soon that i have to buy crap for yeah and not even like a lot of crap but just like we never had furniture for miles because yeah. he slept in our room oh yeah that's right because you just, were in that apartment yeah. yeah we lived in a one-bedroom apartment his whole first year of life so we he just slept in a pack and play yeah he never had a crib so and i was like and that because he never had a crib i have nothing against babies sleeping in pack and plays in fact he will this baby will likely sleep in one for the first few months of her life but because he outgrew the pack and play probably like a good six to eight months before i felt like he was really ready to transition to a toddler bed Mm -hmm. and we paid for it oh like we paid for switching him too soon i mean yeah yeah bedtime was a mega battle for like a good mm-hmm. six months mm-hmm. so we wanted to get the full size crib this time so that we got to choose when to switch her in the future rather than the choice being made for us you know because he completely outgrew the pack and play right so you did a lot of furniture you did a lot of buying yeah, i was at tar- target texting you because uh we went to um we did go to like the Black Friday or the night of Thanksgiving when they opened up the stores. We just like went down there because I was super curious and it's Edgewater. Like no one's going to be at that one. And there was a tiny little line and I just thought it was really funny, but we kind of roamed around to check out all the sales and they did have the Instant Pot while everyone's just like freaking flipping their crap over the Instant Pot. I was like, do I need one of these? Because they're so freaking cheap. And so I was texting you and Laura Ligos, by the way, because I know she always posts about uh-huh. it. I was like, okay, I need a vote need here. One. And you made a good point. You're like, do you, when do you need to like cook things quickly? Like, and I'm like, do you need pretty to much cook, never. <laughs> do you need to 
to cook a lot of food quickly often. You were like, no, I was like, no, nope. you don't need that. Then you don't really need one. <laughs> Cause I was like, I'm like, I have a slow cooker. I have like yeah. pretty much every other like gadget that you need. An you don't have an cook oven. that much. No. And so I was right. like, that's the thing. I'm like, the and the things pop. I do, I'm like, I need my oven. I need my slow cooker and right. I'm fine. Not, I don't, you're not like, I'm not in a rush. Right. You're not, not hurting in a rush. for food no. prep time. Mm-mm. Yeah, I feel like I love my Instant Pot a lot, but I would not need it if I was not like trying to constantly cook dinner in under right. 30 minutes. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I'm not under I'm not under time pressure. No. So I decided against it and I just like put myself on a limit of what I could buy myself on Black Friday because, yeah. I mean, I was on out, Outdoor Voices, like that website. Right. Oh my gosh. I was like, oh Which, man. Like, oh. I will say side note on Outdoor Voices. Yeah. Like what was this? Probably a year or so ago, they sent me a pair of leggings. Just, like on my, oh, pers- my yes. personal Instagram, yes, 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 they like, yes. reached out to me, and I was like, "Okay, I remember hey, that. Yeah, sure. great." And they, the, and they were, I, they gave me like a credit. They're like, "You can buy whatever you want," and I got a pair of high waisted leggings, and they reached my nipples. Oh yeah, I remember you told me <laughs> it was the highest waisted leggings I've ever experienced in my life. They were so thick and comfy though, but like I couldn't wear them because I was like, "This is in my lungs." Like I, it, I could have gotten away with just wearing that. And especially, well, and then I also had a sports bra. So I felt like it was like a onesie. Sure. So what all this to say, if you are someone who has a long torso and you have struggled to find high-waisted leggings that are high enough. Here you, is your chance. Outdoor Voices may be your brand. Yeah. Yeah. So that was Well, do they have un- like petite sizes club. that are not as tall? Was it? Uh, at just the time across? they didn't. Okay. I mean, they have normal yeah. leggings. Regular, so who's, yeah. maybe their regular leggings are like, would be high-waisted on me. Yeah. I did not stick around to find out. I Great. gave my leggings to someone I know yeah. who has a long torso. I totally that. remember you saying that. I really yeah. want it. They have like a workout dress that just looks adorable and I really want it. You sent I a picture really of that to me want and I was it. like, that would make me feel like Michelle Kwan. So yes. So does. So Slash yes. Jonathan Van Ness. Slash Jonathan Van Ness. So I would. Michelle Kwan. <laughs> loves Michelle Kwan. Therefore, yeah. I would be like both of them. So yeah. I, I may have I to order like that. I feel like those athletic mm. dresses are a mix between like Serena Williams and Michelle Kwan. Totally. Which is I'm, like I'm so fine with that. All yeah. the the juju that I need in my workout yeah. outfits. Yeah, and then I just like two fro. It's two right. fro am wear. I, am I going to the Wimbledon? Am I going to the ice rink? Who's to say? I'm keeping you am all I on the toes. Going to Starbucks? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Okay, so Black Friday, we all got drunk on credit card spending. I know. Well, mm-hmm. and then also, okay, so then we we did um, Havenly. Mm-hmm. which is like that thing where it's like Stitch Fix, but for interior design. Okay. A- another non-sponsored product endorsement here. Yeah, we're, we're just pimping <laughs> we're all the just people. Killing it. You're welcome, everyone. Seriously. <laughs> um, we have this front room. When you walk into our house, the front room is really awkward. And ever since we moved in, you guys are probably like, oh my God, Claire, you still don't have this figured out because you've heard me talk about how we've been yeah. trying to figure this mm-hmm. out. Yeah. So the first thing we did was we bought this amazing table from Joy's dad that he had refurbished this table and it was wonderful. And I loved it. And brand, it and it was so large. Yeah. Huge. Mm-hmm. And it was way too big for the space. So now it's like our utility table. It's wonderful. All the drawers are full of seeds. It's great. It was like a, like a drafting table that he refurbished. So that was too big. So then we were like, well, let's get this, let's get like a couch and put it up there. So we got this really nice West Elm couch. Brandon didn't like it. So we sold it. And then we got, and, and then I was like, well, I want to try this thing where we do like these kind of futon couches because we have, young you know we're, we have young kids and they won't get dirty and they're not expensive and we kind of like macgyvered that together with like some cheapy futon frames and these like cushions and then he was like yeah i don't really like that either well let's just move those downstairs i'm like well what do you want this room to be <laughs> what, do and, you, what is going on here what is going on what do we here? what's need your vision to, what are we doing with this <laughs> and from day one when i when we had moved in the house i was like i want this to be a dining room because we don't have a dining room it's important to me to have people over that like to like you know, have meals and share, have meals and share. And like, not, not even just have people over. We have seating for exactly two people at dinner in our house. We have three people in our family. Yeah. Yeah. Cause there's like a little bar. And so when, if we're all three of us are eating dinner, dinner together, one person is standing. This is ridiculous. This Mm -hmm. is our home. Like we Mm -hmm. should be able to sit and eat at the same time. So I was like, I really want this to be a dining room. We went back and forth. Long story short, after a year and a half of me trying to like make it into the living room, because that's what Brandon said he wanted. He's like, I think it should be a dining room. I was like, oh, really? Oh, so oh. oh man. He's going to listen to this and be like, that's not how it went. Um, 
How Anyways, did it so, go, Brendan? So now it's guess what, Brendan? You don't have a podcast, so you can't tell yourself the story. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's going to be a dining room. And oh, so, my god! But I was like, I'm not going back and forth about this for like literally no. the rest of our the time no. we live in this house. Right. So we're going to use this this service called Havenly where they will like you send them photos and measurements of your space. Okay. And, you, and they kind of design it for you. They design it. They give you like okay. a bunch of different ideas. And then the one that you pick, they like give you all the product listings cool that's awesome yeah so it's like stitch fix for your house okay um it was cool it was, you know, anyway anyway so i'm in the process of working on that but yeah part of that was that most of the stuff that they suggested i one of the designer i'm working with i was like can you give me your suggestions by black friday so i can buy them on black friday that's so such a good point i saved like 1500 dollars. that's such a good point like yeah especially like west elm stuff like, you know like yeah like, like nice stuff that was like 30 percent off at west elm is a big deal yeah Oh, so, yeah, for sure. And then I yeah. try to balance out Black Friday by supporting small businesses on Saturday. So I did totally. some small business shopping on Saturday. <laughs> yeah, I did too. I went to the peppercorn. Yeah. I bought Great. some Wonderful. cookbooks. Jeez, did you just hear Scott sneeze? He's the loudest sneezer. I'm like, you no, do you know I'm... No, say that, though. He, you, I don't do, hear you do realize I'm recording right now. <laughs> Excuse me. Sneeze, sneeze, in the, sneeze in the west wing of the house, Scott. <laughs> why why you, is... There's nothing else on that side of your what house. Like, what is over he here? Over I don't know. Yeah, he's, he's like trying to get the door. close to be the video like, to the video Brandon, game. They're talking shit about the dining room. <laughs> exactly. They're texting right now. Yeah, totally. They're probably texting because they're hearing their names. Oh, oh lord, we're not talking about you. It's forget the crossfit um, van. It's the husband van. It's the husband van. That's him. Morse coding. Morse coding. Yeah. I imagine oh my they God. And Scott's like one word If there word are two answers. men that we know who are going to know Morse code, it's Brandon and Scott. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Speaking uh, of husbands really quick, I do have to put a shout out for <laughs> Scott. Scott, put, we got new Ikea furniture. He put all the Ikea furniture together last week. Um, and he was so proud of himself. And as he should be, because Ikea furniture is not easy to put together. He did all of that. He put all of our Christmas lights up. He got real excited about like putting these new lights up against our walkway, which I will put on Insta stories because he was very proud of it. But I mean, he just needed a lot of uh, like affirmations after he's like, look at the That's lights that I put up. Like, look, yeah, look at the lights that I put. I was like, you're the best. You put the lights up. Oh, and we got this new, he put out, he installed a nest or a doorbell. Oh, One of those Nest doorbells yeah. that has the has the um, video yeah. on it. It's amazing, and now I feel like I can just talk. You can actually talk to the people from your phone from the app at the door, so you don't oh. have to open the door. <laughs> so my avoidance of all people at my door is now like completely affirmed, and so I can just like Ferris Bueller, like him looking at the people. Totally, yeah. So now you can like talk through the app and be like, excuse me, can I help you? And and then it texts you or gives you a notification every single time someone walks in front of the, of the camera. So like it tells you like someone's in front of your camera right now. Like this oh. is so great. Is, is there like a height limit on that? Like if a cat walks in front of your door, no. is it going to be like? It's like a person size. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, I haven't seen any critters coming through. So. <laughs> I guess you don't have outdoor cats either. So. We have a lot of critters that like try to get into our yeah. fish pond. That's true. Which you do is that. Fish really pond. sad. Yeah, a lot of critters. I'll see like little footprints in the morning. I'm like, oh right. no, what happened to our fish? <laughs> okay, let's talk about your birthday. Yay! Let's talk about yeah, turning so thirty-one. Week you were like, yeah. what's your biggest thing? Like, what's the biggest thing? That yeah. You've, Give some you reflections. Know, this year, um, it was a big year. So this time last year, I was still in my job and which was really really hard for me and I feel like that's definitely been the biggest like you know obvious thing that's changed is that I haven't really had a real quote-unquote real job this whole year Mm -hmm. I've kind of just been piecing together like little things here and there you know I did a lot of wedding flowers earlier in the year I worked at a flower shop for most of the summer on and off I've been working with and you're coaching a lot I was coaching a lot. Mm-hmm. I've been working with a couple of people doing, helping them with like their email campaigns for their businesses, um, which fun fact is something that I do apparently. Uh, so I've just like pieced it all together. And I think, you know, so when I quit my job, I really thought I was going to open a gym. Yeah. And it just kind of didn't that. feel right. And so um, I've learned a lot of different lessons this year. And I think the Biggest ones are trust yourself, not in the sense of like 
you're always going to be right. And like trust, you know, because there's like trust your gut, like go for, you know, go with your gut. Right. And I think that's true. But I also think there are some things this year that I went with my gut and it was not the right choice. I think when people say trust your gut or like trust yourself, at least what I more mean by that is like trust yourself enough to realize that even if you make the wrong decision, you're still going to be okay. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that I regret quitting my job at all. But definitely like th this time of year, now that we're getting back into the ski season and I'm like kind of remembering this time of year last year, I'm like, what was it that I was doing or that I could have done differently that would have, you know, made that less intense for me? Mm -hmm. You know, again, I've said this a million times, like at the end of the day, I was never going to be at that job for a, a whole lot longer. Anyway, it was not like right. what I wanted to do with my life. Right. So I don't feel like I made a huge misstep by quitting, but I definitely did not leave on good good terms with myself, like my boss and everything sure. I was fine with. But it felt like I was like very much running away from that job, uh -huh. which is not a good feeling. No. And, and especially for someone like me who is incredibly sensitive to feeling like others don't think I'm doing a good job. Like that's my number one trigger is if someone else doesn't think I'm a hard worker. And so having to basically admit like I can't do this job and leave was huge just like ego wise. And I'm still kind of like still really getting over that. Like, what does it mean about me that I couldn't get it done? Mm -hmm. And in the meantime, you know, still having, I think, I think there's a difference between saying that you couldn't get it done versus you were in a situation that wasn't setting you up for success. Totally. But I think like in my mind, I'm like, well, what, what should I have done differently then? Like, what could I have asked for differently? I mean, don't like, I was talking to my boss constantly. At one time I was even was in her office and was again for the millionth time saying like, listen, I am underwater here. And she looked at me and she's like, well, you applied for this job. I was like, cool. Guess that answers that question. Yeah. So and, and I they think definitely are not like, it's not like I was just suffering in silence. Yeah. And I think, uh, yeah, I, we don't have to kind of rehash that because I know it's kind of in the past, but there's also a piece of coaching that I don't know how much coach coaching you got as far as support or problem solving, like, being in a management role myself, it's like if someone comes to me and is like, I need help, I would never just be like, good luck with that. Like, totally. <laughs> you coach people to say, all right, how can we work around this and let's come up with some solutions and figure yeah. it out. And I think that that was like, in the end, a lot of things happened that did not set me up for success. And in addition to that, I personally was so underwater by the time that anything happened that I mm -hmm. couldn't it was like I was in the hole yeah and I couldn't see out of the hole I was just right. in the hole yeah and it was like the the frog in a barrel thing right you know and so I have to just tell myself that and like obviously it's still very much processing it which is weird like a year later I did not think you know I was like oh, I'm I'm out of here bitches and then still a year later I'm like wow that really was like that decision it was a pretty profound time in your life yeah and I yeah. think you know I've never had to do that before ever in mm -hmm. my life Mm -hmm. Have I ever had to quit something because it was too hard? And that but was that the same. Was that overlapping with your postpartum depression too? No, it did overlap with my first miscarriage though of uh -huh. this year. Uh -huh. So there was a lot of stuff going on. Uh -huh. And you know, my like grandmother had just passed away, and yeah, so th I mean, there was a lot of shit going. That's on. exhausting. Yeah, th yeah. And so, but I think regardless. I have dealt with plenty of personal crap in my life mm -hmm. and never have I had to say, this is too hard. I can't do it mm -hmm. until this job. And so that to me was like, who am I? Like it was a big like identity thing for me. Mm -hmm. So, you know, just minor things. Um, <laughs> and that was like right around this time last year that I was making that choice to quit. So with do you have that, some, yeah. Do you have some hindsight? Yeah. And I, so I think the hindsight is like, even if, at the time, I was really sure that it, that it was the right move. I still think that it was the right move. Like, I don't regret quitting my job. I think more so it's like the the pieces that I've learned are if you're in a terrible job, it's nothing is worth that. Nothing is mm -hmm. worth crying on your way to work, crying on your way home from work, not sleeping at night, checking your email when you're supposed to be with your family, getting calls from your clients when you're supposed to be with your family, like shit like that. It, nothing is worth that unless you love what you're doing. And if you are in that position, you know, obviously like we can't, you know, you need an income, but at the same time, I definitely learned that 
you know, there's that, there's that saying of like leap and the net will appear. Sometimes the net is like a lot of little nets that you just like scrape together along the way. Yeah. It's not like this big solution will be presented no. to you. It's like and leap and the net will appear. I think more so means like leap and you will figure you it out. You will figure it out. And I just, uh, I think I posted this. Uh, Brene Brown recently did a podcast episode. I'll have to look and see which one it was because she just did a bunch for her new book. But she recently talked about how she's a risk taker and uh, she doesn't do anything with a safety net or do anything calculated and the host was like, so are you kind of like a leap in the net will appear? She's like, oh no, I leap. I don't leap for a firm landing. I don't leap to do, to stick the landing or to make a perfect landing. I leap to feel what it feels like to fly through the air. And I was just like, wow, that's really profound. That's really cool. I'm sure you got that quote from someone else, because I'm not, I'm sure it exists in, in other places or someone else has said it, but she, you know, it was like the idea of, I'm not trying to make these calculated steps to make this perfect next step and make everything kind of tied with a bow. It's like, I think there's something pretty cool about jumping and putting all your cards down and being like, I'm just going to go for this and see what happens. I'll figure it out along the way. And you do. Yeah. And I think like that's probably the biggest thing I've learned this year is like, you will figure it out. And because you don't have a choice. No. And for some people that is really scary and it's like, well, what if I hit rock bottom? It's like, well, you can't fall from the floor. You know what? When the stakes are higher, you're kind of forced to be real creative. Yeah. And you're forced to be right. really I mean, putting are, yourself out there. There were times this year where I would like, you know, be coaching. And then in between coaching, I'd be on like a client call. And then later on that day, I would like, you know, just be writing emails and like, right. And then I would, on my way home from coaching, I'd like stop at the flower wholesaler. And then I'd be up until one in the morning, putting together someone's bridal bouquet. Like you figure crap out, You figure it out. Mm-hmm. And so anyway, um, yeah. and then, yeah, the miscarriage thing also wasn't great. And um, we've talked a lot about that. I mm-hmm. feel like I don't really need to rehash that too much, but mm-hmm. the episode we did, where I really d- went into it. It's called Pearl Jam and Miscarriages. So if you guys mm-hmm. want to go back and listen to that. Which thank you yeah. to everyone too who's emailing your stories. Yeah. I just think that's really special and means a lot to us that you're sharing your stories with us when, um, you know, after hearing Claire share hers. So I was just thinking about that today because yeah. I was going through so many emails. For everyone who emails us, remember we read every single email, even if we don't respond right away. If you really, really, really want a response from us, make sure you send it again i know it's annoying but we can't respond I know, I feel, to every I feel single like that one feels impersonal for us to say that <laughs> it feels so impersonal but really just know we and, really read every well, single one and part of the reason that we don't respond is because i feel like i don't have the the ability to respond to the depth that to i the want depth, to yes like, if you send me your life story i to don't respond, respond in two like, sentences oh gosh, feels so yeah like claire see you later the love and care that you put into that email, I want to respond with the same energy. And we just don't, again, sounds really stupid to be like, oh, we just don't have time. But we do get a lot of emails and there's a lot of really heartfelt things in there that I'm just like, oh, just please know that I, I'm reading this and I love you all for sending these great stories. But anyway, back to the the right, uh, topic at hand. You, right. What I was saying, it was like, thank you to people for sharing your stories too, because I know that meant a lot. Well, and honestly... The one of the biggest reasons that I started, and I said this before, that I started sharing my story on our platform is that I needed support too. Like I didn't yeah. know anybody who had gone through this personally, and I just was not, you know, as as supportive as my friends and Brandon and my family were. Like nobody else I knew had actually gone through it and come out the other, or maybe one or two people. And so to, for me also, like your guys's stories have been so affirming of like, listen, I, you know, while in the same way that my story makes you feel like, Oh, I'm not alone. Your story makes me feel like I'm not alone. Yeah. And yeah, pregnancy loss is the worst. And there's, you know, it's just so such a hard thing to go through. And, um, so yeah. And I did not think that that's really what, you know, that's not like the story you ever think is going to be for you. Mm -hmm. I'm really grateful that I am currently pregnant and she has the hiccups right now, which she gets the hiccups like 1000 times a day. And it's really cute. And also I'm like, please stop. <laughs> please stop, <laughs> please stop headbutting me in, in the pelvis. It's so uncomfortable. 
Um, Please stop doing that. <laughs> anyway, but so, yeah. So, and then, yeah, that whole thing, you know, so I'm pregnant again. That's going to be a big thing in 31. Yeah. Um, just a few life changes. And then Brandon getting out of school and getting, mm-hmm. and that's been another big shift too that's gone along with that identity piece of like being a hard worker is that for the last eight years, I've been supporting Brandon and now yep. the tables have turned. Tables have turned, yeah. And I spent a lot of time feeling like, am I doing enough? Like, and so that's the other like big shift right now. So there's just a lot of shifting happening, a lot of shifting that's been happening. Yeah. But like I said, hopefully the lesson is you figure it out because you don't have a choice. Yes. <laughs> you figure it out because you don't have a choice. It's so true. It's yeah. so true. And it's not always comfortable. And sometimes and it's not like in a bow. It's not like no. here is the way you figure it God, out. Like, I just, I need to be reminded of that on a daily basis of like, there's, there's never an end point with everything. Like, I was just thinking about that today with like diet and exercise. I was like, remember, there's no end point. There's just never an end point. Like you're never going to get to a tied up with a, a bow place where you're like, I'm fine with all of this. Like it's just everything, everything in life, family, relationships, marriage, nothing ever hits till it's like peak of perfection. It, no, and it shouldn't. Never a bow. It there's shouldn't. Never like, Zero bows. Look, this is what you, it's not like, oh, I quit my job and then this is what I did. It's like, I quit my job and I'm still figuring it out. Yeah. And I'm going to keep figuring it out. And even if I go back and get another job, that's going to be more figuring There's going to be figuring it out too. Yeah. It's, I need that daily reminder. Zero bows in life. Zero. Zero. Um, I do want to take a quick moment because um, we have a listener, Nellie, whose birthday is, I believe it's this week. Um, let's see. She's, yeah, I think it's this week. So her, her BFF Aubrey wrote us on Instagram and was like, she's a huge fan of your podcast. And I know Nellie has written us before because I've seen her emails and her messages on Instagram. So I just wanted to take a moment and wish Nellie a happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Nellie. It's birthday season. I hope you're having I hope a great you have, day, little, yeah, little hope fellow you, Sagittarius. Yeah, I hope you have some cupcakes and some... And let's be honest, the Sagittarius cake. sign is the best. Like, we're a centaur with a bow and arrow. Yeah. That's so badass. That's pretty badass. And every time I say that, Brandon's like, that's such a Sagittarius thing for you to say. <laughs> like, That's such a Brandon thing for him to that's say. That's such a Brandon thing for him to say. It's totally a Brandon thing for him to say. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> so... Okay. So, um, do we want to do that article real quick? Or I feel like that would take a long time. The other thing is I, I have some updates because I, I did a lot of classes this weekend because I'm still nursing my hip back to health. So, I've been a doing lot a classes? lot of like classes like, um, like group fitness classes. Yeah, group fitness to kind yeah. of like change it up. And so, real quick update. I did three Bikram classes over the weekend, over like the long weekend, mainly because my hip is still killing me. And I am going to, for everyone who's like messaged and been like, do you have a fractured hip or like, do you have, <laughs> you might have this going on. How I am seeing, old are you? Actually? I, yeah. I, are you yeah. in a walker? Are you in a walker? Um, I am seeing a chiropractor. I am seeing a physical therapist. Like I'm seeing doctors. I am under great care right now. So I'm still kind of nursing it back to health though, but it has been painful. Like I can't, it's a pinched nerve. It's a pain in the ass. That's all I'm going to say. So I was like, I really need to stretch out my legs. So I did some Bikram. And the second I got, so Denver Bikram Yoga is right down the street from my CrossFit gym. And I've always wanted to try them out. So it's like perfect time to try them out. Long weekend. We got, you know, plenty of free time. And because uh, the classes are 90 minutes. And for 90 minutes of yoga, I was a little freaked out. I was like, that's a long time to just be sitting there and like on a mat with a bunch of sweaty people. So of course, it's heated to 105 degrees and 40% humidity. Like, it's all legit Bikram where they do the same set of postures over 90 minutes and they time them. It's almost kind of like Interlace a... Interlace your fingers to the webbing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And it's kind of like... Um, I had a, one of my best friends went through Bikram training and she was like, will you come over? Because I know you have no idea what you're doing. And that way yes. I can like... Practice on you. Yeah, mm-hmm. practice on you. And I was like, yeah, yeah. sure. I, all, all I remember is her being like, what does interlace your fingers to the webbing mean? And I was like, you know, like the webbing. She was like, I wouldn't call it that. I was like, well, they're calling it that. <laughs> and then I did take one high, one Bikram class once. And I just found child's pose very early on and just yeah. there in my own sweat still doing nothing. Well, yeah, because I, I walked in and it was so freaking hot. And I was like, oh, crap, I'm going to 
die. And I immediately removed my shirt, which I was like kind of uncomfortable doing, but I was like, there's no way I can wear clothing in this class. And uh, yeah, so I, I did a few classes this weekend. Feels good. I like that the poses and then the flow of everything is the exact same. So you kind of know what you're getting. So now I know what I'm going like walking into every time. And that feels good, like comforting where I'm like, okay, there's no surprises. I know exactly what I need to do when I come here. But yeah, it's freaking hot and I sweat like a mofo. And um, the only thing that bothered me at the end is like people get real sweaty and like the guys in the class are stinky. And so I was like, I'm going to park myself in like the farthest corner away from everyone. Uh, yeah, you need to bathe many times. Many it's, times. It's not even that. It's like the it's scent just, of your soul. It's the scent of your soul it's that like, comes oh, out after 90 it's minutes. Like garlic. Like gravy. Garlic. You're yeah. Like, oh, you it's had a gravy. lot of gravy for dinner on like five months ago. It's so much gravy. Wow. And I was, yeah. Cool. <laughs> Sorry. It just oh. made you sick. Do you need to take a pause? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Don't gross out the pregnant lady. Um, yeah, that was my only complaint. It's like at the end, I had my t-shirt over my face. And I'm sure the instructors were like, because I like like wrapped it up in a ball. So I almost had like a mask on my face because I was like, I can't take the smells in here. Just the con... Oh, yeah. I really can't. Like, Claire's getting like, really dry. sick. She's like dry heaving right now. I'm so this. sorry. It was almost so as bad as the pulled pork smoothie oh, that when you got gosh. like... Re- I don't know. I this is worse because I feel like I can viscerally understand it. Yeah, it was so gross. It was so gross. That's my only complaint. And then I did... a big complaint, Yeah, it was... My only complaint is that I could smell what everyone had had for dinner three nights before. It was so bad. And I'm like, okay. So I, on the other hand, I'm like spraying myself with deodorant in the bathroom before I go in there to be like, please, I hope I don't smell... Oh, anyway, and then I did Soul Cycle because Soul Cycle's in Denver now. So I did that today. And I am just, ugh, I love Soul Cycle. I think it's awesome energy, <laughs> awesome shooters. And <laughs> you're awesome. Did that hurt your head? Talk though? about your awesome. <laughs> no, it actually didn't. It feels good because, because my other thing that I'm doing is I bought a little um, TENS machine for my just to use at home. So it just like does pulses on my leg. So that's been helping a lot. So today I just needed to kind of move so it could kind of loosen everything up. So I just kept it like super light. It really only hurts when I'm doing like a crunching motion, like a setup, almost like if you have to bring your knee up, like you're using your abs. So like the pushing down of the pedals didn't hurt at all. But, uh, I guess walking in there, I was just like, Oh, just, just like, I love Soul cycle, but I also feel like there's a lot that it's almost like everything that's wrong with the fitness community. <laughs> I can't believe I just said that. It's like just You're a, never going to be a soul cycle instructor now. No, I, I, I don't think I want to. It's just, mm, I'm biting my tongue. It's a lot of, it's okay. The soul cycle, but bus, the, the bus band does not listen they, to this podcast. No, I mean, it's a Corvette. Let's be honest. They have like, you know, it's a Barbie, it's a Barbie it's convertible. A Barbie convertible. <laughs> It's just a bunch of uppity, fancy <laughs> fitness people. Let me just put yeah, it that way. It's like, there's like a, just it's a trendy boutique. Fitness it's a thing. trendy like, boutique fitness. A specific type of people who go to that. There's no diversity. I'm sitting in there and I'm just like, ugh. And maybe it's just Cherry Creek in Denver, but I was. Oh yeah, it's definitely Cherry I mean, Creek. Also, you know, I mean, let's <laughs> it's not yeah. not the problem. Very well, true. But also, like you know, I think yeah. By the time this comes out, you guys will have heard our interview with Chrissy King, and after we had finished that's, recording, that's what I was trying to like get to. But I'm like, yeah. but we just that episode hasn't. Well, yeah, it'll, actually, it'll, when yeah. you're when they're but listening to one this, of yeah. the things that we talked with her about actually after we hit, after we stopped recording was I was saying like you know I'm so glad that we had you on the podcast. You know, I feel like a lot of the people that we've talked to have kind of have the same story and she was like you know the like what i'm getting at as in her story is i'm not trying to say that my story is more valuable than others i'm just trying to say that every story is valuable and that's what i you know that's just what i want is that recognition that like my story is just as valuable as the next person's i think that even like applies the soul cycle like if that's your jam totally then go totally do it. go you don't have to like feel it. guilty because like no. everyone in there is l woods exactly and exactly and and i absolutely saw brooke windham and l woods there like yeah which is fine it, like it's great it. it's fine but you know my little pocket of my world was like oh, i'm just sitting here putting my shoes on 
These girls are walking in with like who knows how much hundreds of dollars of outfits and full faces of makeup with like pink fur jackets. And I'm like, you do the pink fur boots though. Oh, I got rid of those a long time oh, you ago. Did? Yeah, Not they that got, long ago. Those were around well, last winter, I think. No, Scott made me throw them out because they were just getting they really gross. They were pretty gross. Ugh, um, they were so comfortable. Um, I, but, yeah, no, I, I hear what you're saying. And I think, all, yeah. Like, yeah, the makeup thing weirds me out. I'm kind of like, if you can get through a whole workout with a full face of makeup, you maybe should work out a little harder. Yeah. That's just my personal opinion. Yeah. Um, I, I will say I love the energy of it. Like totally. walking in, sitting on the bike, there's tons of people in the class. There's also just kind of like this, I am so impressed that they can fit that many people in a room, pay that, charge that much money per person to do 45 minutes of cycling. Where it's really, again, I'm not bashing them. It's just, it's impressive that they pulled this off because it is a cash cow. And it's they, like thing. yeah. It's and like it is cycle. like this whole culture. It's, I mean, look at, look at me like talking out of both sides of my mouth because we're doing, like, we're in CrossFit and we pay a crap ton of money a month to go to CrossFit. Well, not only that, but like um, two months ago, you were like, oh my God, Soul Cycle. I'm trying out to be a Soul Cycle instructor. Yeah. And I was like, you know, once you kind of get into it, and yeah, there's a lot of reasons why I don't think I would ever be an instructor again. But, you know, like I, I'm sitting there and I'm in the class. The class starts, and the instructor is just this cutie patootie guy who, like, the second he starts talking, he's like saying the F word and, like, you know, kind of trying to, to be funny. But I'm like, uh, I mean, do we have to throw the F-bombs like the first minute I meet you, like on the microphone, like just projecting the f Which That's just I, you being 40. Exactly. And I was like sitting there. I'm like, this like, is me being I'm, 41. I'm dragging down. I am so dragging down. Totally. And like as he's like yelling all of his like great inspiration and like being all quotable Instagram quotes, I'm like glaring at him. Like, what do you know about life? You're like 20. And that was me. I was like, oh, I can't even draw inspiration from this class because I'm so bitter towards these like young people that are just like, (laughs) and I think there's this part of me too. It's like when I was that age, like there's no way I couldn't even afford like to go to my rec center barely. Like it's just so funny how age kind of plays into it. But, but I will say I had a blast. I had a blast in the class, but like my I think the psychology brain too goes into the the piece of like how this socially has come to be where I'm like, how did this happen? This is crazy. But at the end of the day, I had a really good workout and it was fun. And the, the music was great and they have great speakers. And like, that's a wonderful thing. Um, I feel like you really needed to get that off your chest. I really did. I really did. <laughs> I was walking out of class today and I was like, I need to talk about this. I need to process this. This is like a moment for me of observing all these people working really hard. I don't know. It just, anytime I do classes now though, I really appreciate CrossFit (laughs) because it makes me think of like how important it is to come in with your ragtag group of friends and just do a class, you know, and talk to each other. Yeah, I know. I, that's like, I miss CrossFit right now because I just miss like having friends. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I wish I miss like having a crew. Yeah, I need to figure that out. How's your how's your seasonal depression going? Well, it's it's going okay. I um was thinking a lot about that too lately of how I mean, every single year this kind of pops up. So I think every it's almost like when you if you have ever had a panic attack or anxiety, panic attacks tend to get not better, but they get less charged because you know it's coming. So it's like you know what's going to happen, and you know that you're going to be okay. Therefore, you're not going to freak out as much. Right. So you Part become of more what's familiar so with scary the process. About a panic attack is not knowing what's going on. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, same with seasonal affective disorder, where you're just kind of like, oh, this feels like crap. Why am I so sad all the time? So if you can get, I've I've been pretty good about like getting a jump on it way before the time change happened, way before the days started really getting shorter. Um, I do use that Verilux light at my desk and I use that every single morning, like for the first couple hours of work. And so if anyone doesn't know what I'm talking about, I've talked about it before on the podcast, but it's just essentially a happy light you can get on Amazon. I got the smallest one. I think it was like 30 bucks. They have bigger ones, but you really don't need it. And I suggest starting with the smaller one too, because especially if you have a tendency to get any, like if you have any type of diagnosis where you could get manic, um, you're really not supposed to do that much light because it could actually trigger a manic episode. But that's really not for, you know, that's not a concern for everybody, but just know that that can happen. So I just use this for a couple hours and um, I take more vitamin D. 
I really, really try to just like, keep my body moving, getting enough steps in the day. But also just recognizing like when I feel super moody or sad that I'm just like, that's what this is. And I don't, I try not to like dig too much into that hole. So it's going okay. I just think that for anyone out there who kind of experiences the same is to stay, stay ahead of it as much as you can. Um, and it's not to say that you're like going to completely avoid it, but like this time of year really is hard for people. And especially like during the holidays, like if you've had a significant loss in your life, the holidays can be really hard. Um, so there's, there's just a lot to kind of consider. So if anyone else has like suggestions or things that you feel like would be helpful, definitely send them our way. But you know, for the most part, I feel okay. I did notice um, recently I've been having a little more anxiety and anger, but that's just because I'm super in touch with my feelings. So I'm always like, why am I so mad? Because I was doing this workout like a couple weeks ago and I just remember I hit, you know, when I used to get like mad during workouts and I would like throw things. I, I don't know if you remember that. That was like the old Jay. I would like get mad and throw ab mats. Like whenever I'd hit muscle failure, I'd like scream and I just like get real emotional and like that hasn't happened in a long time. And a couple of weeks ago, we were doing this workout where I hit muscle failure and I was like throwing the barbell at the ground and like screaming. And I'm like, whoa, I guess I had to get some anger out. Like, <laughs> so maybe, maybe that's how it's manifesting. But you know, whatever the case may be. And I think the other tendency is when you're not feeling great, you want to isolate, but that's like the last thing you should do. You should always try to like force yourself to just show up and be social in some way, shape or form. Cause that is always super, super helpful, even though you don't feel like it. That's one of those things where it's like, you got to fake it till you make it because right, that, like help, that helps a ton. Get out of your mm-hmm. bubble. Totally. Get out of your funk. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, my work's been really stressful lately. And so I've been having like massive, I've, I've had to keep my anxiety in check big time because that has been something where I've just been like, whoa, this hasn't happened in a long time. I'm having to deal with like a lot of stress. Like when you were talking about your job earlier, I was like, yeah, I'm kind of experiencing that right now. And like, you, you just evaluate like, okay, how much of this can I control and handle and how long is it going to go on? Um, so anyway, we can talk more about that another day, but I do want to get to a couple emails because we had some really awesome emails come in over the past months. And I just feel like we haven't really paid enough attention to all these great emails that we're getting. So I'm going to read a couple really quick ones. Um, I'm not going to use anyone's name because it wasn't really clear of whether or not you wanted us to use your name. So just know that we love you very much, but we're not going to say your name. Okay. The first email says, I literally say every Joy and Claire episode that I'm going to write you an email and I never do. Your most recent therapy session just hit so close to home. The perfectionist convo spot on. You guys hold a special place in my heart. I've been listening for five plus years during which I've also gone through law school, gotten married had a miscarriage, had two kids, bought a house, been hardcore into CrossFit, then did no CrossFit for a while and everywhere in between, plus dealt with the tough crap life brings along with the good stuff. And you guys have been there through it all, whether you've known it or not. Keep doing what you're doing and providing me with my weekly therapy and girl chat. Thank you. Um, she says, P.S. I very much approve of adding an extra episode every week because I was so desperately missing the Joy and Claire episodes. Those are my jam. So thank you, listener, for that really sweet um, email. And I'm glad that you're liking the Joy and Claire episodes as well, because like that's always going to be the heart of what we like to do. And we love having interviews as well, but I think we kind of sense that too. We're like, we have so many interviews scheduled, but we also want to make sure that we're doing our classic Joy and, Joy and Claire. Mm-hmm. Okay, the next one says, you guys are my all-time faves. Sorry to be fangirl. It's fine. You can fangirl. I'm really re-listening to all your episodes and I'm on Anxiety Happens from 2015. I don't even know what that... That was probably like our first conversation about anxiety. I know. When she said that, I was like, is that what we called last week's episode? And I was like, oh, crap. We've been talking about this for For a long time. (laughs) I know. Isn't that funny? I just wanted to say that even though I don't know you, I can connect to you and I get so much life advice from you. I'm 25 and I'm an only child not close to my mom. So sometimes you'll say something and I'll have this aha moment like, oh my God, I'm not the only one who feels like this. 
For instance, in this episode, you're both talking about how you recognize and deal with anxiety. And Joy, you mentioned that you don't deal with well with unstructured time and you used to dread the weekend. I love my job and thrive on structure, so I'm the exact same way and I've always thought I was the only 25-year-old in the world who could possibly dread the weekend. Anyway, now I'm understanding that this does make me anxious and from you guys, I'm learning strategies to help it. Just wanted to say thank you so much. You're amazing people. Thank you, listener. Uh, I was thinking about that because unstructured time still really bothers me. It really bothers me. I don't know. I I need like I need to figure that out because I still need to hang out because uh, this past week was brutal for him with unstructured time. I mean, I I feel like I need yeah I need some type of containment because this morning I was like spinning my wheels because my morning didn't go how I wanted it and I ended up with like this unstructured time and I was kind of like. Yeah. having a hissy fit yeah it was like freaking me out um okay i get stressed out with unstructured time now but mostly because there's always so many things i feel like i could be doing like i should be clean like our we can't even park a car in our garage right now like i should be cleaning out the garage like the other day i had literally 20 minutes of downtime and i like sanitized our freezer <laughs> people talk about nesting they're like oh look at you painting your nesting like no nesting is all like waking up being like i need to clean the freezer yeah. So I did and that. You just did that. And you like dive There's so much more space in there now. Yeah. But I, yeah. I, so I guess I, I like kind of can relate to that, but it, I'm also like when I, if I truly don't have anything to do, I'm like, oh, this is nice. Yeah. I mean, I like to have the option to be like, oh, I have some time to go watch a show or go, you know, do whatever. Like, I don't like my weekends to go by so fast that then I'm like, oh, it's already Monday. But Yeah. I don't know. I just actually I there was this out. great. Okay, so Miles's preschool teacher is magic. She's like one of those women who you you're just like this is your life calling. Like you have found it, and yeah. she's she's in her thirties. Like she's not you know it's not like she's been doing this forever. But she, anyway, she's wonderful. And she, I went. I was at this parent teacher night couple like a month and a half ago. Which first of all was like I am not responsible enough to be here. Where is my mom? But. <laughs> <laughs> the point of the story is that she was talking about how throughout the day, like you have your inhale, your your like times of inhale and your times of exhale. And you want to sync them up so that you're not inhaling all day of like, you know, inside time, just reflection time, but you're also not exhaling all day, like active, active, active. And mm-hmm. so you want to have like that nice rhythm of, okay, you're inhaling in the morning, you're having your morning ritual, you're kind of getting set. And then you exhale, you go you know, outside and play or whatever the adult equivalent is. And then you come back in and you inhale and you have story time and then you go and you exhale and you're, you know, you have free play time. To me, that feels more like what you're describing. It's like you want Mm -hmm. structure, but you don't want it to be like an exhale the whole weekend. Mm -mm. Yeah, no, that's exactly right. It's like, I want to have that balance where it's not forced or pressured, but I also don't like to be like, what are we going to do today? Right. (laughs) Yeah. I hate that question. I hate that What's question. What's the plan for this? What's the plan for this? Which, by the way, we had to... Oh, I did marriage hacks all freaking weekend because... Oh, I'll tell this really quick because I know we got to wrap up. Scott ordered a new... We got a new Christmas tree and we got new Christmas lights, right? So this like everything arrived this weekend. So the, the new Christmas tree arrived and Scott's outside putting the lights up. He's like, I see him outside working and I see the new Christmas tree just sitting there. And I was like, shh crap he is gonna want me to like shit crap shit crap yeah i'm trying to really clean it up you know kids people listen with their kids i want to respect that um and he looks at me he's like yeah you can you can put that tree together together i'm like oh man because i was just not motivated to do it i was like i just really don't want to like open this can of worms right now because if i put the tree together then i have to decorate it like scott is not one to do things in steps he wants it done right now right and i know that about him so i'm not even gonna like argue with him about it because if i sit down and like start watching tv he'll be like when it what we need to finish this you know so i pull the tree out i start decorating it i get it together and he's like outside putting on putting uh the lights up and I am just taking the longest time to decorate. I put on the great British British baking show. I was like, I was like doing Insta stories cause I was so bored. I was like, I don't want to put up decorations. So it took me like a whole two hours and we have those big windows in the front. So every time he'd look in, I'd like start pretending like I was putting decorations up cause I knew that he'd be like, 
why are you just sitting there? Because, you know, it's just like he's working so hard and I didn't want to be like lounging. That's and, me every so, time that Brandon like yeah, comes so, in from putting miles to bed and I like get up. I'm like, I was just <laughs> putting a baguette in the oven. <laughs> Like, I got to, like, earn my keep. And it's like, he wouldn't care, but I just know him so well that, like, oh, yeah, the second he came in, if I was just sitting there, he'd be like, wait, what are you doing? I thought we were putting up Christmas decorations. Like, he's got the outside and I got the inside. So it was so funny because every time he'd he'd look in the window, I'd be, like, trying to rearrange and, like, pretend like I was putting ornaments on him. Like, if he really timed this, he would see this took me three hours just now. He wasn't paying attention to the time. I took three hours to get all of that together because I was just farting around the whole time. <laughs> so bored. <laughs> yeah, it's great. And it's one he- of those things where it's like if you had thirty, if you only had thirty minutes, you could do it in thirty minutes. But because you had unlimited time, you were like, absolutely, this ornament goes here. Yep, maybe over here. Actually. Totally. And then I was like, oh my gosh, I have to watch Great British Baking Show. Oh my gosh, this is such a good scene. And it was towards the end, and so I was like sitting there watching it, and I had to see their great creations. I couldn't like put ornaments on at no, the same time. You can't. It's just ridiculous. You yeah. can't. You can't disrespect the Great British yeah. Baking Show like that. Yeah. You have to give it your full attention. Totally. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And then I had to like really praise his light abilities because he yeah. took a long. He long you know time. really he's a he's a crafts a craftsman of furniture IKEA furniture and Christmas lights and really festive and outdoor decorations in general. Don't forget the catwalk festive. of spookiness. Spec- yeah, he was really excited because the catwalk of spookiness is October and this is like the catwalk of what did he call it like Elfland? he had a great name for it anyway <laughs> oh lord this is our life oh and then he won yeah i'm not even getting okay we gotta end this this could go on all night this could go on all night uh do we need to do any uh trip updates um no so we okay. do have i mean we can kind of recap if you guys have not been following along and we haven't posted about it really since we first right that's what i was gonna it. ask like i know so, it's in the works yeah tulum is still in the works the the dates that we're planning are still, I believe, August 30th through September. No, August 31st through September 4th. It's like a Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I want to say. Mm-hmm. And we're going to Tulum, which is like you fly in and out of Cancun. It should be pretty straightforward for us, for everybody to get there. The registration will go up most likely the first or second week of December. We will let you guys know. That was a big lesson we learned from Iceland when we were like, didn't think it would sell out right away yeah this is going to sell out yeah and so have we your will post computers on instagram we'll post on facebook we will send out a, a dedicated email if you're not on our newsletter list and you would like to get on it just so that you know you won't miss the information go to girls podcast.com forward slash newsletter and so not only will we send out all those things, like at least a week ahead of time, letting you know when it's going to go on sale. We will also post on all those places when it does go on sale so that nobody feels like they missed out. We will not, however, send out an email when it goes no. on sale. Mm-mm. We'll send an email letting you know when it's going to go on sale, but you will not get a separate email when it does go up just mm-hmm. because that's like too much, too many moving parts all at once. Yeah. Um, so pay attention. Just so you know, it's coming out. It's going to be really fun. They found like a whole new hotel for us so that we could have a few more people on the trip. We're going to eat tacos. A lot of tacos. Just put your body in a bikini and come to Mexico mm-hmm. with us. It's mm-hmm. going to be great. Yeah. So stand by for more info about that. More info to and come. And we will do everything we can to get you that info in as many places as possible so that you can plan accordingly to sign up. Okay. All right. Go. I think that's it. Yeah. Support the podcast. Go to HelloNed dot com discount code ggw get your cbd get your chapstick chapstick support the podcast buy some gifts for your friends it's the holidays and send your body butter which i'm very curious about. oh check it out um and remember to leave a review on itunes to let everyone know what you think of the podcast i mean we've been doing this a long time i know a lot of you have already left reviews and rated the podcast so if you haven't please do that it's a free way to support the podcast and keep this going and keep growing our community and uh, if you have any questions or comments remember we do read all of our emails but please email us at girlsgonewat at gmail.com if you have any guest ideas or um, questions that you want answered on the podcast or feedback we love hearing from you we do read everything if you have a guest suggestion we really prefer if you know them because we, <laughs> we, 
we like connections. And you know, like say, I'd love to, I'd love to interview yeah. Oprah, but <laughs> yeah. Just, or we've had a lot of people. I actually like, had a, a dream couple, that we interviewed Oprah. You did have a dream. I mean, it's going to come true. Real. A yeah. couple people who have come up a lot are like Elizabeth Akinwali. Yeah. Um, Lindsay Valenzuela. Those types of folks who like, we have nothing. We would love to have them on the podcast. We would we love just, to have them on. Turns but out just DMing them on Instagram is not going yeah, to it, Yeah. It doesn't. It, um, <laughs> so it really helps to have an introduction. People. Yeah. We would um, love that. And yeah. So thank you guys so much for supporting the podcast.